Hey, welcome to the Stephanie Stevens Show, where I help you discover the power of communication and the keys that unlock the doors to freedom in every area of your life. Well, hello, my dear sweet friend. Thank you so much for listening to the Stephanie Stevens Show podcast. We talk about all sorts of things here, especially as it relates to communication and becoming a better, wiser, more effective, more expansive more influential communicator because I do believe that communication is the key that unlocks the door to freedom in just about any and every area of your life. So we are in the middle of a series right now, and the series is How to Start a Business the Hard Way. Why? Why do a series about starting a business the hard way? Who wants to do that? Don't we all want to start a business the easy way? Sure. Does that usually happen? Nope. Not usually. So I just want to share my own experience with you because I think I have some things to impart to you. And there's nothing like adding, you know, a little bit of humor to kind of help the medicine go down just a little bit. So as I say the things that are the hurdles or the how to do it the hard way, of course, you know me, I'm going to provide the answer or the tool or the remedy on how to jump that specific hurdle. The first topic in this series was how to start a business the hard way. And the actual hurdle was don't know anything about that specific arena. So that was one of the hurdles that I had to jump when starting the business that my business partner and I launched five years ago now. I didn't know a thing about this arena. I mean, I knew a lot about autism. I had lived it with my son for 25 years up to this point. Well, it was more like 22 years up to this point. However, I knew nothing about the services, how the services were funded, how they were run, who was involved, all of the different entities that were involved in acquiring a license to provide those types of services, you name it. I had to learn it from ground zero, starting at zero and working my way up. And so in the last podcast, I talked about exactly how to do that. Today's subject is how to start a business the hard way with no money. Yes, no money, honey. So when my business partner and I were venturing in, we were both single parents with multiple children. I was raising four kids. Now, again, my oldest was on his way out, out into the world, had a job, you know, was kind of moving into that adulthood. However, that's not the case for my other three children. So they were still under my roof in my household. And of course, I was raising them. And so it was a very specific challenge in that I did not have extra funds to set aside. We were squeezing things so tight the way it was. I mean, I was doing my radio gig, but I had opted very early on in the course of my kids' lives that I was never going to leave them full-time to go work in some industry full-time and let some perfect stranger raise my kids. It's not why I had kids, and one of my core values was to be an active guardian, guider, participant in my child's, in my children's education and in their lives fully. So I really believed in homeschooling and I did that for quite a while. And then we did hybrid versions of homeschooling where my kids would take some classes at school 
and they would take the rest of the classes with us. That especially helped in their high school years when they wanted to play sports and be in extracurricular activities. Then they weren't the, you know, weird homeschool kid that they were afraid of being called and labeled. They were sort of integrated into the environment at least a fraction of the time, but it was just enough to help. Okay. So that being said, I did not have the extra money. My business partner at the time did not have the extra money either. She was a single mom, had her own series of challenges leaving one organization. Here we were trying to start another on Zippo zero zilch numbers of dollars. How do you do it? Well, you find people with passion and you find people who need the very thing you are about to provide. So when we knew what we were going to do, we formulated our business plan, sketched it out on paper, started the ball rolling toward procuring or getting that license, that licensure to provide services and finding out all of the details involved in how to actually do that. When we had that ball rolling one direction, we also started another ball rolling and we started telling parents that we knew we're going to need the services. We knew their sons and daughters were going to be aging out of the school aged or school district provided services. We knew that. And so we started contacting them. We started planting the seeds. We started letting them know that this was what we were going to do. It was an innovative vision. It was going to be fantastic for our sons and daughters. It was going to be a respectful, kind, wonderful educational place for them to all be and grow long-term as adults. And you know what? Within no time, we had parents coming to us saying, is there a way I could get my son and daughter in? Is there a way we could invest in this? We so need this. We are desperate for this. We will do anything to get this off the ground and launched. And they did. And they offered us our very initial funding and our initial investment. Now, we always only ever planned on taking these as loans, short-term loans, because we did not want other interested parties financially in our business. We didn't want that. We wanted to make sure that we were able to maintain full partnership 50-50 and hence maintain control of the direction of our business and how we were going to provide services and how we were going to grow and scale. We really wanted to maintain that and we wanted to keep that intact. So we took on these investors as short-term loans and we made a commitment to pay them off as quickly as we possibly could. Now, we did not know what that was going to look like in the beginning, but we started our business with two families investing just enough to cover three months lease on the space we were leasing and three months payroll. Plus, we had some initial expenses. We also had a few thousand dollars in initial expenses like furniture and office equipment, having the space customized just a bit, painted, having a little bit of built out here and there on the space. But that's what we started with. We started with just enough money, short-term investment loans from two families that offered us just enough to be able to cover three months payroll for four employees. That was it. My business partner and I were not included. We had four employees to start. Three months payroll for four employees, three months rent, and our initial office equipment startup cost. That was it. Now, we knew based on the funding sources, once service agreements were going to be approved, 
we would see those funding sources start to fill and backfill within about two to four weeks. We knew that. So we had built in that three-month margin knowing once the service agreements came in, we could start seeing payouts within two to four weeks on those services. And that is what we did. We walked in with our blood, our sweat, our tears, our countless hours, our sleepless nights. That was the initial investment that we put in. And because we were both single parents and did not have the extra resources to squeeze or to initially invest, we shared our passion in a way that got other parents really excited and really invested in the vision for their own sons and daughters who we knew we would be able to open the door to and provide services for. And that's exactly how it worked. I will say this, because we made a commitment to pay those families off very quickly, once those funding sources came in, in that first three months, we had built out that margin of three months. Once those sources started to come in, we stuck with our commitment and we paid both families off in less than one year. Both families paid off in full in less than one year's time, first year business. And that is one way to start your business with zero dollars. You must have passion. You must be able to and be willing to put in your sweat equity, and you must be able to communicate with passion the skin in the game that you are willing to offer and that those who you want to invest will receive and the value, the value that they will receive for their families, for their lives, for themselves personally as investors in your vision. And you can do this. Listen, if we could do it, you could do it. You just have to have that passion. You have to be able to spell out and speak and communicate effectively your vision. You got to be able to put it down on paper and then ignite that fire so somebody else can catch the spark and fan that flame. And you can start in a place of confidence. It's not going to take much. You have to build in a little bit of margin, you know, to keep yourself comfortable those first handful of months. But my friend, it is absolutely possible. We are living proof that it's possible, that it can be done and it can be done successfully. I am with you in it, supporting you all the way. All right. Thanks again for listening. And as always, I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Stephanie Stevens Show. Please remember to subscribe so we can stay connected and you never miss an episode of the podcast. Oh, and if you haven't left a rating yet, please be sure to do so. It helps incredible people like you find the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.